tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only avery singer and the one the only jolie lauren Golub. hi i can't even speak today see we're just saying like this is what happens i'm on like my 10th million cup of coffee today but thank you guys <laughs> for both being here I, jolie i know you're in new york avery i know you're in chicago so thank you guys for doing this we're so excited. I mean, the Batch Boss CEOs are in the house, people. Listen, I mean, Avery, we grew up watching you on TV. Jolie, welcome. I mean, Batch Boss, like, where did this, where did this idea come from? Yeah, I can, I can take it first. Um, for context, for people that don't know Jolie, um, she's one of my ultimate best, best, best friends. She's literally my family. Um, we were roommates for two years in New York City. As we know, New York rent is so expensive and the rooms are super tiny. Um, we actually shared a half of a room on the Lower East Side. Um, so literally all that could fit was just each our bed. Um, so we had like a fake wall, <laughs> everything. We did a little bathroom shuffle. So I only give the context because I feel like it's very important if, you know, we're best friends, we're now business partners, but we've literally, like goosebumps, we've been through it all at this point. And if we can literally share a half of a room, we can easily do this. So we're so excited. Um, just jumping in, how did it get started, right? So Jolie and I, we were actually planning our best friend's bachelorette. We were co-made of honors. Um, It's actually how we met, um, was through our girlfriend. And we decided, you know, we were doing like little spreadsheets, running numbers of what's affordable. And we've just heard and experienced horror stories of, you know, the bride wants the boat, the bride wants the bottle service. Okay. That's amazing. Like who's paying for that. Um, and so we were in Excel. I obviously did finance for a while and I was kind of jokingly passing with Jolie, like we're really good at this. Like, does everyone kind of operate like this? And we were doing a Google meet. Um, and now we do a lot of them. Um, and she was like, I think we should make a business. And I just kind of like shrugged it off. It's like, yeah, sure. And then the next day she's like, so let's talk about the biz. Um, <laughs> and that was in like the end of October. Um, I ended up then we started like doing spreadsheets. Like we have a whole master doc of like every single city. 
Um, I'm Just, and just to interject, Avery, because I feel yeah. like this is important. If there's one thing to know about Avery and I, it's that we're doers. So when we say something, we execute. And I think that's important because I think people have ideas all the time and they're like, we should do this. We should do that. But what is different about Avery and I is like, we had the idea. We said, let's make it happen. Um, we, like Avery was saying, you know, we started creating these spreadsheets. We started talking about them. And then I went to visit her in Florida and we looked at each other and we were like, you know what, let's bring this business to life. Let's set up our bank account. Let's get our LLC in place. Let's wait till we get an EIN. Let's get all the, the legal and logistics in place. And then we just started running with it. And like, it's been an absolute whirlwind ever since all of the logistics um, kind of fell into place. I'm so the same way. Like I had a different business before this way back. I sold it now. I'm like this. I'm just like, when you get an idea, I mean, lots of people have ideas, right? It's one thing and people talk for weeks and months. You're like, just make it happen. And I know that's easier said than done. Did you guys have a lot of like, you always hear of like bachelorette party horror stories. Like, did you, like you kind of alluded to this, like, did you go to a lot of different events and you're just like, oh God, this is a horror story. I would do this differently. <laughs> I, can, I, I, I can go first. Um, so I've gone to a couple. Um, we actually went to Jolie's Bachelorette. Um, she recently got married. We went to Cabo. And we're right now in the first wave of marriages, right? So it's the people that met in high school or college were 27 to 28. Um, and, you know, there's a bunch of people, like a whole wave now of like, I got like 50, people have like 15 bachelorettes and one year, right? It's like people have to remember you're not the only one. And from what we've been learning is people show an experience, people show up, especially guys, right? Like we're totally catering to bachelor parties as well, because guys definitely, you know, they're less organized and we want to help them and execute all the plans. Or, you know, you get slapped with like a $1,500 Venmo at the end. You have no idea what you were paying for. And that's really uncomfortable. I think that's like a great point. And I think another major issue, like as Avery was saying, is cost in general. So not even knowing, you know, the breakdown of what you're paying for, but I think just overall budget for a lot of people. People expect a lot from a bachelorette party these days, right? They're thinking that their friends can just shell out, you know, thousands of dollars on these activities. And I think something that's, again, really unique to mine and Avery's business is our partnerships. There are competitors in the space. You know, we're not the first ones, but I would say we're probably the most connected. So some of these partnerships that we've established really early on, I mean, like when push comes to shove, we've really been in like full business for a little over a month, if that, um, that we've actually been running and, you know, taking on clients. And we've locked in partners like 11 in Miami, right? Which is a, that's a massive deal. Um, and then Let Us Entertain You in Chicago, the massive restaurant group. So like we have these really sexy partners um, and we're just thinking, you know, our long-term goals are partnering with airlines and like massive hotel chains and casinos. And really because of, Avery and my connections, I think that's really a big value add because we can provide discounts for a lot of our clients. So instead of paying, you know, a ton of money for a table or for a yacht, we can get it to them at a fraction of the cost. I would imagine, like, I think you mentioned this too, Avery, like you both kind of just mentioned this, but I mean, I would imagine the finances are like, 
I don't even, I'm single. I'm happily single. So I'm, you're not going to be preparing. If I ever get married, I will hand it over to the two of you. But I, I mean, I don't know how it works. Like, do people like, does each person pay? Like I would imagine finances are a very uncomfortable, like we've all been at that group dinner where one person's like, I had one drink and you all had appetizers and main yeah. course dessert and like 12 martinis. What the hell? I would imagine right. that's a very uncomfortable thing that people just want to turn over to you guys. Yeah, it's definitely, and that's kind of why we had this idea is we're trying to avoid fights and just like be that third party that's like, hey, bride, hey, groom, you want these things? That's amazing. Are you going to pay for it? Because it's not fair for your friends that especially like I'm also single and like some people are single, some people, you know, they, they're not making six figures. So you, everyone has very different finances and not everyone is super cognizant and aware and no one likes to talk about money, right? Like, like we've had these conversations where like, I want to tell my friend, like, I can't do that. I can't put down a hundred dollars for this activity, but I also don't want to be the bearer of bad news and like, look like the bad friend. And then like, she gets mad at me. Like that's not fun either. So it's just super uncomfortable. And I think that it's important when we do have these intro discovery calls. Um, and Jolie and I were both like tech sales backgrounds as well. Jolie's like my go-to salesy expert more than me, which is like, if you think I can make People be my best friend. Jolie is like 10X. So we have a very good like yin yang on the whole business, finance, all of that. Um, sorry, I digressed. Circling back. No, you can digress all you want. Yeah. Like, just but like, yeah, like circling back is like we have calls with the bride, the maid of honor, like a parent. It's kind of just ranges across the board. And the one thing that everyone says in concern is budget right? Like what is your budget? And we are thinking now, you know, we've done a couple polls to like send to the group to like be anonymous of, okay, flights, can you fly? How much you feel comfortable with staying for the hotel or on dinners? Okay. This is like the average. Do you want to subsidize more? And it's just kind of being that third party. That's like, we hear what you want, but this is also what your friends can do and know that Everyone is trying their absolute best. And if we all had the money in the world, we would do all the activities that you want. But like I've stressed before, this is the first wave. And like I'm going on a bunch of bachelorettes and like I've already got had like seven girls get engaged the past two months. Wow. A lot. So, right. So you ask like the people involved, okay, bachelorette party A, like, let's take a poll. What can everyone afford Are the average, you know, what's people feel comfortable with is $500. We just did the math of what, you know, you want to do. It's going to be like $1,700 a person. Your friends are either going to scream and not come or whatever, or how much do you want to say? I mean, that's a smart way to go about it. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's exactly where, right. Where can you cut costs? Like and one of the services we offer are those polls. So we can take that off their plate and we can say like, what's important for you to figure out whether that's, you know, budget in general, specific dates, location, if that's undecided, we can pull the entire party um, and then come to an agreement. But I think other than just figuring out like what people are comfortable spending, it's also helping them cut down the cost. So when a group comes to us and says, I want to do X, Y, and Z, we can say, okay, we have a great partnership with this yacht company. So we can cut your yacht cost in half. So in a lot of ways, our services really pay for themselves because we only charge one overarching service fee. It's not per person. It's one fee. They can divide it amongst the group or one person can pay for it. Um, but a lot of times we're also, our costs are certainly lower than our competitors. So a lot of times um, our, our costs completely cover themselves, but just because the discounts we're able to get. 
Um, so that's a big value add also. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. When Honey Love Shapewear approached me to advertise on this podcast and I sent it to our bi-weekly co-host, Ms. Sarah Frazier, turns out she loves it. Whoever knew Sarah's body and chest and curves would help me sell shapewear. Listen, you know, wedding season is upon us and I've been hearing from a lot of brides out there. And I mean, I guess who who's going to a wedding this summer? If you are, you have to check out Honey Love or if you just want some great shapewear for everyday fit. Sarah's favorite product from Honey Love is their superpower short. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between the areas that you want more support and areas where you need less compression. And their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. Now, the number one thing I've heard from Sarah is that Honey Love has flexible boning that's hidden in the inside seams that keeps it from rolling down. Who knew that was such a problem for you ladies? And I mean, yes, Sarah and I get really, you know, we've gotten to know each other through this podcast. Apparently it has an opening also in the panty area Area for super easy bathroom access. No costume change required. Treat yourself to the best shaper on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash velvet. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off at honeylove.com slash velvet. That makes sense. What about like, do you see any trends? Like are people doing destination bachelor and bachelorette parties? Like what's the trend these days? I can start. Um, So the two top cities are Austin and Nashville. Nashville being number one. Austin's number two. I actually lived in Austin for five months. So I kind of also have a pulse on what's going on. Um, There's definitely international Cabo Tulum we see a lot. We're actually planning one in Lake Como. Um, So that's kind of crazy. And Julie and I were very lucky. We are extremely well-traveled. So odds are both of us or one of us has been to whatever destination you want. Definitely in the U.S., we've been to like every major city where a bachelor bachelorette would happen. Wow. Is there a minimum budget that like if people out there are listening and want to contact you guys, like is there a minimum budget? I don't even know what that would be, but... So we really can work within any price point, but it's hard to give a specific number because it depends on where the group's located and where they're going. So if we're talking about a group in New York City that wants to do a bachelorette weekend in New York, that's going to be a, a very different conversation if they're not paying for accommodations than someone who's based in New York and is bringing 14 girls to Cabo. Um, so it totally depends um, on flights, the weekend, is it a holiday weekend? How many nights is it? Are we talking Airbnb? Are we talking hotel? Um, And we can help groups. So I think like the important thing to know is if you want to do a call with us, we'll help you. If you can say, this is what I feel comfortable spending, we'll tell you what's realistic in that price point. Right. So really no minimum, like everyone should reach out and that's thinking of contacting you guys. Yeah, well, we so we work off of three tiers. So we have tier one, which is just like an itinerary proposal where we don't physically book anything. And that could range, again, depending if you divide it from the group, it could be $30 a person to like $60 a person plus, which is not crazy. Right. And then like our second tier is when we're starting to book like the restaurants, the boats, all of those things have access to our discounted partners. 
you know, that could be anywhere from 75 to 150 a person. If you're spending $2,000, that's like, again, nothing crazy. So no one has any fights. And then same with our VIP. It's again, like still kind of in that range depending. And that's really where we do everything imaginable. And then we do those little, you know, like those welcome bags and the decorations and stocking like the fridge and whatever you need, like you just show up and everything is magically there. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, we're seeing like so many friends go into business together. Like we're seeing like on Summer House this season, you know, yes, I'm making a reference to Bravo, you know, like Car- Carl and Kyle are having like, you know, some difficulties with Loverboy. We have like on Vanderpump Rules, like Katie and like, you know, she's going into business with Ariana. Like, I guess you guys have no, no reservations of being friends. Is it because you lived in this small little one room apartment on the Lower East Side or East Village? Or I mean, was there any reservations? You know what? We've talked about this a bit. So Avery and I, I would, I don't want to like toot our own horns that much, but like, I'm going to toot them. You know, I would say like, we're pretty responsible women. Like we've both been in corporate for quite a while. Um, I think there's something unique about our relationship. I think like a lot of friends um, have had a bumpy road. Like I just think in most friendships, friends fight. Uh, friends do friendship breakups and get back together. I would say like Avery and I are the kind of friends in our years of friendship, we've rarely fought. I mean, we've bickered here and there, but we really support each other. And there's a there's like a phrase that I think Avery and I both kind of um, live by, like in our friendship. And it's something my dad taught me at a young age. And it's that every relationship is a bank account. Um, and think about that with your friendship. So every time, you know, a friend is positive, a positive impact in your life does something for you, it's a deposit, right? And every time you get into a fight or someone betrays you or lies to you, that's a withdrawal. And Avery and I always say our bank account is so rich. Like we've just, we've just not had like you know, these negative things. And even with the business, I've yelled at her a few times. She's yelled at me. We've made a few mistakes. Um, But I think at the end of the day, we just, we respect each other and we just work, we work really well together. Like what has been one conflict you guys have faced so far where you weren't on the same page? Yeah, well, so I want to, yeah. So we actually, um, Jolie's sister sent us a really helpful, and I think it's a very important exercise to do of like literally 50 questions of kind of, What's your worst fear about working with me? You know, what are you most excited about? What is like, if something goes wrong, how are we going to handle this? How does your family, like really like these uncomfortable questions. And we did a couple meetings. It was a co-founder questionnaire. Yeah. Hmm. And I think that it's one of those things where we really like did the work and kind of just put everything out there of like, you know, what we love about each other, our fears about working together. Obviously the core is us not becoming friends or not remaining friends. And like, like I said, Jolie's my family, vice versa. And like, it's just, there's no way that we can't, like at the end of the day, our friendship is first. Um, And we're really good at like, when we do bicker about something of like, um, you know, what do we do for our launch party? Who do we want for this? Like, who are our partnerships? What are our pricing? It's like, okay, I see your point of view. I hear you like something that my life coach has said is I hear you. I see you. I love you. And it's just kind <laughs> of like, I know, right. I just have to say it. It's great. Shout out Jack. Um, but basically it's just, it's one of those things where it's kind of like recognizing it, but then being like, okay, Jolie, like we got to keep it moving because if we're just going to sit here and go back and forth, like we have so many bigger issues to climb. And I think that's like, a, we just have always had a really healthy, honest dynamic where it's like, 
almost like very raw and like Jolie will say say absolutely anything to me sometimes and like my point of view is I'm not offended like I know you love me and I know that you're my biggest cheerleader yeah my my fault is I'm brutally honest to the point where maybe I shouldn't be so honest sometimes so I could be a little offensive and we're working on that (laughs) it's it's like daily group therapy I love it I'm gonna have to get my hands on this questionnaire for like co-workers and co-collaborators it's actually great Wow. Yeah. It's important. I I love that. Well, listen, like, you know, if you strip away the Roni of it all, you know, we've watched Ramona Singer for 13 seasons, like underneath all of that, she is a very successful, smart entrepreneur herself. So like, what advice did she give you, Avery and you, Jolie? I mean, since you guys are family and best friends, like what advice did Ramona give you guys? Yeah, I think that everyone remembers me and I remember myself the most through Roni as like that 12 year old little girl. Um, and you know, as we all know, my mom was you know, a hustler businesswoman has built many different things. And it's always been very inspiring for me to see firsthand. And she would always keep me in the conversation of Avery. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And she's like a mover and shaker and is like always on the phone and like cold calling and is with Jolie and me. And she's like, okay, what are we doing? How are we moving? Like whatever. It's very inspiring. Um, but my mom always said, as we all know, it's very important to make your own money and be financially independent. So if anything happens to you, this is literally, I'm quoting myself right now when I was 12. If anything happens to you in a relationship, you don't have to, you know, depend on anyone. And I think my mom always says that as long as you love what you do, money will come, money will come. And my mom has always said, Avery, you're on your own path. Don't look left. Don't look right. Like, don't compare yourself to people. Because if you told me this path that I've been on makes literally no sense, but it's all led up to this point in me talking to you being with Jolie. Yeah. Yeah. Ramona's really been like an insane supporter of us. I mean, if anyone follows her on Instagram and sees her like parading around Palm Beach, like going up to bachelorettes and Insta storying with them, plugging us, being like, follow Batch Boss. You know, she's, we call her our momager. Um, so she's been super supportive and um, she does give great business advice. I mean, the woman's very successful. Um, so I think that in general, she's, you know, been an integral part in us growing the business. Yes, I can see like if you're having a very private like engagement party and you're about to get married in like a year in Palm Beach and Ramona's walking by and she's like, what is this? And this isn't a game. I could see Batch Boss being represented very well. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's it's <laughs> funny that you say that because I'm now calling her like our South Florida territory manager. And then soon when she goes to the Hamptons, she's going to be our Hamptons territory manager because it's and I told my mom this when we were in Palm Beach and I went to Kachina, you know, there are these brides that are just wearing the veils. They're all in white. It's very obvious. I'm like, these are walking billboards of sales. I literally went up to them both, got their numbers, exchanged their Instagram, got inquiries for their friends because odds are if they're getting married, someone else is getting married. And yeah, Jolie and I are ruthless. Like that's kind <laughs> of like we will call, you know, call it connections, whatever you want. But at the end of the day, if you don't take what you have and what you've learned and really push it to the next level, you know, we're cold calling all these people and just growing and growing and are not afraid to ask for more introductions because you're continuing to build your Rolodex. One of my like mentors growing up said, you know, your network is your net worth. So that's why I'm always networking, always meeting people because you never know how they're going to show up for you and when you ever need them down the line. 
That's so true. It really is about who you know. Um, but also I love what you just said. And maybe that should be our new tagline, like your ruthless travel friends. Yeah. <laughs> Currently our tagline is your your go-to travel friends that help or you like curate that perfect experience. But now we can change it to your ruthless friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, make it happen. Make I like I love your network is your net worth. I think I'm gonna steal that's that's a good yeah. one too. And it's one of those, oh, yeah. you know, and obviously I recognize like I was, I'm very lucky. I went to a private school my whole life and went to a great university and met a lot of people. But at the end of the day, I met people just saying hi in a coffee shop. And then they introduced me to someone else. I got both of my job offers when I was pivoting from finance to tech, from cold LinkedIn messaging people and networking. Like my friends refer to me as like the networking queen. And like, I own that, but you, it's not because of you know, who I know or where I was born, right? It's like this inner confidence because at the end of the day, we all have the internet resources and I'm just like ping, 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 making lists of of a web. And that's what you got to do. That's, you know, you can't just like sit and like, oh, you know, poor me. I agree. It's like, you have to, I mean, people are always like this and that. I'm like, listen, there's nobody who's successful in business. Like, and again, I had a different company I sold. Like, you it's yeah it's a little bit of luck but it's it's called work like you get up and you just like I'm from the Kim Kardashian school of like get up and work I I am like I'm that's what (laughs) there's no magic to success it's like you know you figure it out and then you have to like actually put in the hours and it's hours and hours and it's like work it's not always fine totally I mean, like, and we, Avery and I have been working our asses off since we started. And like, we know that's what it's going to take. You know, we, there's so much to do. We like, we're, you know, every night up until one, two in the morning on the phone. And honestly, I don't think anyone else would understand our lingo. Like we'll be stressed over something knowing we have like four itineraries to get back to and partners to respond to and like unopened emails. And we're just like speaking gibberish to each other. Like, did you follow up with this one? Did you do that one? Like, and we just have this little like lingo. We talk talk really fast. We talk really, really fast. Cause we learned that we both, we didn't realize how fast we talk. And then someone said to us, like, you both are such fast talkers. And I don't even think we notice it because we both talk fast. So we're just like, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) What about, you know, and this might apply to you too, Jolie, but you know, like to your point, you were just saying, Avery, like that people say like, oh, you know, it's this whole like Nepo baby thing, which, you know, Kaya Gerber just came out and said something, which we'll call a couple like weeks ago, you know, she's like in Hollywood, like you might get a meeting because of who your parents are. You don't get the job. Like that's, you don't, you know, one's hiring me as an actress because of Cindy Crawford, which is true, you know, and like, look, you're sharing an apartment. Like, obviously nothing is being handed to, you, you might be in the same situation, Julie, but I think Avery, just because people know your mother and, you know, like, what do you say to people that say that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things in general where everyone will come at you for certain things. And especially growing up in New York City, I mean, I remember we were, um, I went to this like one night out and a bunch of kids just got their Goldman Sachs offers for investment banking. And I look at the table and I knew 10 of the like 16 people that got the offers. And I'm like, well, all of your dads are partners or what? And it's like, part of life, but also all these people are really effing smart. And like, we are very lucky. And like, we all recognize that, you know, we all start in different places, but there are some people that have everything given to them and they end up in rehab. They end up in, and I always say to my core, 
I am always a hard worker. I am always like my dad would joke that I like pay rent in the library. Like that's not because of mom or dad. That's just like me and my essence. And everyone gets there in different ways. And you could be given all the resources in the world and you still F up. So I think it's just kind of like, I recognize it. I'm not not grateful, but I also am not saying like, well, you can't do it too, because then you're, you know, your mindset is everything. I've been on this like manifestation energy woo woo journey as well. Like, you know, so it's all kind of, it all works together. Like your vibe and how you perceive everything. Like, you know, Jolie and I, we've written down certain goals and they've already happened. Like we are so confident in our bones that like we're going to take over and disrupt. It's like not even a question. And yes, I'm self-aware. I know that like because of my mom, I have a leg up. But I also have been on TV for almost 15 years and I've never really leveraged it for anything in my life. So if I'm going to start when we're going out down for the count, I'm going to about to do it, to do a business. Like why not? You would, everyone would. And I haven't done it in 15 years. So let me have my moment, my moment. I agree with all of that. I mean, I make the rehab comparison all, I say that all the time. It's true. There are people with millions and millions and millions and billions of dollars and you look at their children and they're fuck ups, right? So, I mean, you can't say that. And then you look at a lot of people that come from absolutely nothing that just have it within them to study, go to college, and they just have that success gene in them. I I, I really believe that. That's me. Totally agree with that also. And I can also just like attest like to uh, like being Avery's best friend, like knowing her super well, like Avery has never, ever like ridden on Ramona's coattails, like ever, like, you know, she does not take advantage of the Bravo community. She does not take advantage of fame or intros or anything her entire life. Um, And now anything that she's leveraging is for the purpose of the business, you know? And I think that's respectable. Um, I think like there are other people and we won't name drop that don't do that. Um, But I think that Avery is a really like respectful um, and mature person. And I think that now our business is, you know, blowing up and becoming super successful um, not just from, you know, her connections, but it's, it's like she said, it's hard work. It's, it's us like, you know, boots on the ground doing it ourselves. Who would you like to not mention? Is that a reference to another housewife from New York's child? I mean, there's so many, I'm, I'll take it. There's so many bra. I'm like, come on. There's so many Bravo kids that ride their mom's coattails that are like a wannabe Kylie Jenner of duck faces posting and like sure I've done maybe a couple here or there I do not post an appropriate pic like that's not me and I have taken a back seat from the show for an extremely long time because I worked at Morgan Stanley Newberger Berman was at Cameo like most of my finance career I couldn't get jobs because of me being associated with the team like people think that like oh you're lucky like no are you kidding me like I am always the girl that's like her mom's on reality TV. Like she must suck. Like she's like, no, you don't know me. You don't know my life. Like it's really freaking tough. And Jolie and I, like, we always kind of like laugh about it because I'm so, and my mom too, 
my mom doesn't get social media, which is kind of good for her. Like when the show started, there was no, what see, there was one season of the Kardashians. There was no Instagram. Maybe Amazon just came out. Like it was not like this. Like now you go on TV and you're going for like a selfish purpose of like followers promoting a business. We, it was supposed to be called Manhattan moms. There was no franchise and people like really need to remember that. And I've always tried to like do my own path and my own thing. And my mom is my mom. I own, like, I don't watch Bravo, period. I've never seen a lot of shows. I'm really happy for everyone and appreciate the community. And I've now got to see some of it firsthand in person meeting fans. And like, they're all so invested and incredible. And I never got to really see it. Um, But it's also just one of those things where I, everyone uses parents or their families in different ways and is it are you being genuine like are you actually trying to study hard and like be a person like at least now I can say I worked really hard I went to University of Virginia I worked at Morgan Stanley like I pivoted to tech I'm now starting a company and I did most of that by myself and now sure 15 years later I am going to fully leverage something because I've never asked or you know I feel like you asked for a favor once and like this is my favor moment I, I love it. Really passionate. No, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, look, it's, it is what it is. Like you can't, it's yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not an idiot. Like I'm fully aware. And like Jolie and I was like, it's kind of, it like, it like ripples through. It's like, you know, we were able to do this really successful launch party that we whipped together in three weeks. We got all these incredible brands. And I had this vision of bringing, you know, different Bravo people. We actually had um, Kyle's drink, Loverboy. He was there and they were one of our like donations. And we've had Adam Levine's tequila and like all these people. But I'm out there cold calling, reaching out, building it up. And I'm self-aware because I will be able to bring certain people to come to the event. And I had this whole vision. I'm like, Jolie, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be like Real Housewives of New York and New Jersey. And then it's going to be Summer House. And then we're going to- We really positioned it as like a a Bravo- we, it was a batch boss event, but I think like Avery's saying, like a lot of the really sick sponsors that we got um, and donations were because of who was going to be there. And like us being able to curate such a VIP guest list is obviously due to some of those connections, right? Um, so I think like that's really where they came into play. But other than that, like like Avery said, it was hard work getting those those partners. I mean, we were cold emailing and cold calling and messaging. And like, it was a process to secure some of those donations for sure. Yeah. It's like an actual, we physically did the event. Like we stuffed 150 goodie bags. We physically carried the boxes. Like, you know, we were our own task. Oh my God. We were literally sitting. We were like hiring Uber drivers to try and load the car and Schlepping them up the stairs in the venue. It was a disaster. My dad built the step and repeat. And then we got so many trolls commenting, like, why is the step and repeat wrinkly? And I was like, okay, try having your middle-aged dad build the step and repeat. Like, at least he did it. We didn't pay a task rabbit. Yeah, we're we're saving money where we can. Yeah. I thought it looked great. I mean, again, I I was invited to go, I think, like, through being Bravo Media. Like, but I just, I couldn't attend. But it looked great. I was like, this looks like a fun event. I saw it. I think I saw on your Instagram or Ramona's that bags were being stuffed by you guys. So I was like, I don't oh, know. Yeah. yeah. 
you mentioned Avery, and I guess this is for you too, Jolie. Like, you don't watch reality. Like, do you watch any reality TV? Like, are you aware of like what's going on with the scandal with like Tom and Ariana and Raquel? Like, are you up on your Vanderpump rules? Or thanks for tuning in to part one of our sit down with the one, the only Avery Singer and Jolie Lauren Golub. Now, we're not just going to talk about Scandal in part two. We're also going to talk about Ramona Singer. Look, she was on Housewives. She wasn't. Now she's back. We're going to talk about Ramona's journey. How does Ramona feel about being, you know, not on the original Roni anymore? We have a reboot, people. Avery opens up about her parents' divorce. We talk Mario. Ramona has a new boyfriend. Does everyone want to hear about Ramona's new boyfriend? What about Mario? Does he have a girlfriend? We talk about it all. Avery gets really candid with like the end of her parents' marriage, which is not easy to talk about. Look, you know, behind the velvet rope, we ask the question. So I hope you enjoyed this part one. We're about to do some deep diving on Miss Ramona Singer. And of course, we talk more about Batch Gloss. Stay tuned for part two of these two lovely ladies coming very soon. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.